This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right. <laughs> That's what the problem was. That was the problem right there. It was my hair the whole time. Space Jam DVD, 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 Space Jam DVD. If John Mayer signs your clone, how much is it worth? I don't know. Some guy. Uh, oh, hi, everyone. Doing? Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. This is 60 Cycle Home, the guitar, buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, getting stuff wrong podcast. podcast. Before we jump into this John Mayer thing, last week I said, you know, someday Kurt Cobain's MTV Unplugged Martin is going to, someone's going <laughs> to buy that thing for and like emissions. Here we go. a million dollars. This is, I think, the first time, at least, or at least the first time in a very, very long time. That I have corrected myself. This is very important. Uh, Steve was wrong, and he feels very bad about it. In in a way, I was right. I did say, like, someday in the future it would sell for a million dollars. What I didn't know was that someday in the past it already sold for six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. So, uh, the, now the most fun part of that is I don't think that many people got that far into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> because I did not catch nearly as much crap for it as I, I think, thought I would. I think people knew that you're usually right, and they decided to just give oh, you that okay. one. You Thanks, know, everyone. Thanks, everyone. It's Steve. We'll let him. We'll let him have give that him a one. Pass. All right. Anyway, John Mayer clong. <laughs> Some guy. This isn't John Mayer clonking alone. It's no. not a clonk alone. Someone clonked with him. Is someone clonked with him? Apparently, some fan. Uh, handed John Mayer at a show his clone. So this guy walked into a concert holding a $2,000, $3,000 pedal. Who knows what they're worth now? Uh, Holding it in his hand, had the opportunity to sign it to John, Mm -hmm. uh, to hand it to John. And then John not only signed it, but he also marked his preferred settings on it Mm -hmm. with the Sharpie. And as much as I want to make fun of that, it's kind of a cool move. It's kind of fun, right? It's one thing to sign a shirt or an album. Yeah. yeah. Like, or even a pit guard on a guitar at a, at a county fair or something. We've seen a million of those. But to sign something that arguably has value, like mm-hmm. significant value, and then to add to that by, by marking his preferred settings... I just re- I, I, I just realized unrelated this guy so the guy sorry I'm sure sure, sure sure cutting you off the guy who got this thing signed he owns a silver sky SE yeah the the cream I don't know what color I guess it's cream like the banana cream color. is that what it's called Nilla wafer Nilla wafer is that what it's called 
Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I'm holding on to my thoughts, Steve. But he put a humbucker in it, and that is hilarious to me. Oh, that is funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, he marked the settings. I, I, as much as I want the crap on popular music artists, whoever it happens to be, whenever they do anything, mm-hmm. and as much as I want to tease John Mayer for his popularity and for his popular culture success and things like that, I think it's a really smooth move. I think it's re- I think it's precedent setting. I think that's what should be going on. Instead of signing cheap crap guitars at you know candy fairs or whatever, musicians should be like, hey, bring me your real stuff, the stuff <laughs> I know you're you that that's for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll sign it and put my settings on it. Who knows? Maybe this guy will sell it eventually. But you can tell from the screen grabs that this guy is stoked. Yeah, like yeah. this guy loves John Mayer. He took all these Instagram photos of it, like with his rig and stuff like that. He's probably not going to gig with it at this point. Maybe he wasn't going to anyways because it's a freaking three thousand dollar pedal these days or I think whatever. There are more. It's stupid. I don't even. No know. one should pay that amount of money for a a clone center. We should put up the screen grab of of what demonic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, right now but like the, hold on right now the cheapest clon centaur on uh oh they're showing me all the not real clon centaurs oh, come on the cheapest clon centaur on reverb is uh 3850 jeez that is for i think the same model as this one which it's is still, the silver non-horsey it's still just a pedal right <laughs> It did turn into something different. It didn't turn into a medical device that people need to stay alive. Uh, the it's most, just a pedal, right? The most expensive one is uh, somebody is trying to sell, sell a pair, a gold and a silver, for eighteen thousand. Well, you got to have stereo. A lot of the the Klon Centaur, the eighteen thousand. Yeah, the horsey model is the highest horsey is ninety five hundred dollars. <sighs> The highest non-horsey is $7,200. No one's buying these things to play them. It's all speculative so here's investment. The question, here's the question is, if you're saying, if someone is asking, say the low price, $4,000, we'll, we'll round $4,000. Yeah. How much more is this worth with John Mayer's signature and settings on it? Well, if right, right now. If someone's trying to sell two mm-hmm. for eighteen grand, that means they're trying to get nine grand each. Yeah. I think it's within the realm of possibility that some John Mayer slash Klon super fan out there is going to pay ten grand for this damn thing. Yep. I think someday this pedal will sell for a million dollars. Steve, I don't know how to tell you this. It sold for seven million yesterday. Dang it! <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's really cool. I, I wish the settings were more nonsensical. Like I would love it. If I it, know. Like I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, gain at eleven, trouble at two, output at eleven. I'm like, ah, eh, that no, it's pretty that vanilla. Makes, that makes sense. It's that pretty vanilla. You know, it's you know, John's not making waves with this setting. I mean, now that we all see it, everyone can go home to their four thousand dollar clon and set it up just the same way that their hero, John Mayer. I mean, I think his, my, I his, think the you know, EHX Soul Food is a almost a. Perfect replication. We, we have of the clone. This is a glimpse inside the mind of a musical genius. Wow. What else? What else could we learn? Here's here's actually what I want to know is this is from this guitar guy. He signed this as John Mayer 22 with these settings. So like is on his next album, are all these settings gonna be different? 
if you get this signed after his next, if you get a, a centaur signed after his next album come out, will all the settings be different? Right, right. That's the question. Maybe he should have, have a rule that he only signs one claw in a year. So next year's will be 23, you know, so on and so on. This should just be his album art for his next. What? Okay. Uh, I don't, I'm, the problem I have is I think the Klon Centaurs association with not just with John Mayer, uh, which I don't even think I realized he was a centaur guy, but I guess it makes sense. But just with a, a certain, well, yeah, he's a, a certain, he's a Dumble guy, and and if you got a hundred thousand dollar amp, oh you, you want to sweeten it up and and push it into drive a little bit earlier because it just can't do it on its own. It's not going to sound good on its own, guys. It's just not. If you want to do that, you have to do it with a four thousand dollar pedal. Uh, so I, where I want to where I'm going with this is like if who what a who are other artists that you could take and what pedal would it be where you're like, I want this artist to sign my pedal and mark their settings on it. Mm. The first one that came to mind for me would be, uh, and I don't know which model it would be, but uh, some kind of big muff pie and get Billy Corgan to sign mm-hmm. it. I'm or sure he's just a lot of get a your J Mascuses or something like yeah. that. I, I, you know, in, in the fuzz vein, if I met Davy Allen and I happened to have a super fuzz in my possession, I would totally have Davy Allen sign a super fuzz. Yeah. And I know that like the, the rumors are that his super fuzz is not to spec or something like that. And that's the way it, why it sounds the way it does or whatever. Uh, I don't care. Mark it up, Davy. I got the answer. Give me your answer. I want Jack White to mark his Korg Miku settings for me. <laughs> I want a Jack White signed. No, I'm. Have you heard the song? I have. I have. Yeah, I want a Jack White signed Korg Miku. I want Tom Morello to, to mark the position on on his whammy. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, it's, it's, this is about here. I'll, yeah, I don't know how to indicate this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his settings are. <laughs> it's just heel and then toe. He's like, it, it's a little bracket on the side. This range right here. <laughs> Yeah, you could have the edge uh, mark his settings on some analog delay or something like that, you know? Yeah, uh, that famous guitarist, Thedge. Thedge? Thedge. <laughs> That's a good one. Is that, Did you just come up with that? No, I'm pretty sure I stole that. Oh, it's a good the steal, The best though. ideas are stolen. It's a good steal. That's Thedge. My favorite guitarist, Thedge. Yeah. Um, trying to think uh, what else would be... Would Can be you think a, of any artists that could devalue a pedal? Yeah, all all the same people who would devalue a guitar, like, or <laughs> get get a get a. It's so funny he can't even say it. Get like some jazz guy to sign a, a, a metal sound. A metal sound. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh man, like ironic signatures on pedals. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I actually, that's like actually doable. Cause you can go to like, you know, you don't have to go to the John so Mayers dumb. of the world who are, are playing stadiums. There's plenty of notable players that are playing clubs and small venues and mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And like, Hey, Hey, sign, sign my thing. into some pedal that they would never use. So, or, or get like, uh, get like, I, I'm trying to think what's the opposite of that. Like get some metal guy to sign a noise gate or something. Like I want to get dumb. I want to get Jewel to sign a DOD grunge. Oh, there that that's <laughs> great. That's great. 
I want to get, uh, you know, I want to get some metal god to sign like the Eric Clapton's Crossroads pedal. <laughs> Those, those are already pretty devalued. I feel, I know, but like that would be so. I want to, I want to get Nita Strauss to sign the Eric Clapton Crossroads for that, no reason other than be, it's funny. That might be doable for you. No, I could, I could probably make that happen. <laughs> she played, uh, she played it here like a couple months back, oh. I think, and I thought about it. I was like, I could go, but I could you, go, but you didn't. I didn't. I didn't get around to. Even looking at the price of the tickets, right. Yvette Young played here recently too. Right, yeah. Like I could get Yvette Young to to sign some pedals she would never play. Just get, she uh, plays pretty clean, doesn't she? Yeah. So, but sometimes those clean tones are you get those on pedals you wouldn't expect. With someone though. like Yvette, though, it it feels like it would be it's harder to pin down something that would be ironic. Yeah, because she could end up using whatever she wants. Like mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's an open playing field with her where she could be, she's all over the map with sounds and playing. So it could be anything where like uh, Anita Strauss is like, this person plays metal. Yeah. Like, let's get her to sign, you know, like, like a springy reverb or something oh, like that, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something, everyone out there, get tell any, us in the suggestion, tell get, us in the comments. What, what do you suggest? Get any the guys from Bad Religion to sign any guitar pedal <laughs> since, <laughs> since they claim that, that they don't, they just plug, we're just plugging straight in. Or get them to. that's s- what they told Premier Guitar or something like that. We just plug, we're plugging straight in. Get them to sign uh, a pedal from a very Christian builder. <laughs> like Westminster or something oh my gosh. like that. <laughs> get a, uh. What's that brand? There's some brand that's like even more. Oh, like Jet. Have you seen the the Jet pedals? No, I don't they're, think so. They're another brand that does like heavy uh, religious imagery. Genre. Or like that. It's not even imagery. Oh, okay. It's just like uh, they're very popular just in PW groups. Hmm. And I don't really see them talked about anywhere else. Right. Yeah, get them to get John Five to sign one of their pedals. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, the answer to this is to get Machine Gun Kelly to sign anything. Oh, yeah. Anything. Literally anything. 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 And then it'll be worth so much. Or are we saying it won't be worth it much? It won't be worth anything. Okay. Get one of us to sign your pedals, and I promise you it'll be worth less. I've, a, I've, uh, if you start signing some Kuvave fuzzes. <laughs> Someone did figure out the mod to those, and I did think, like, it would be fun to get like 10 Kuvaves and do the mod myself and then try to like oh, yeah. auction them off or That'd something cool. like that. But uh, like I have the time. I have zero time to do anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's stupid. Um, I'll fake your, just get a stamp. Just get a stamp, send it to me. I'll yeah. just start stamping stuff. <laughs> All right. I think, I think we've explored this to death. Let's move on. What yeah, do you think? Let's do some housekeeping, man. Housekeeping. Let's uh, clean up around here. Sh- 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 that was the sweeping sound. Um, well, we you know what? You know what? what? We have the sound bank here. If anyone out there, it's green for money. If anyone out there wants to record little musical bumper segments mm-hmm. for the things that we do every week, ads, what's new, house cleaning, stuff like that. Other podcasts do that where like listeners send songs. We have a musical audience. Send us a housekeeping jingle, like five seconds at most. Yeah. 10 seconds. 10 seconds at at very most. Like we don't want a minute long thing, but send us your jingles 
and we'll incorporate them into the show. How about that? He said it, and it's his machine. Now it's real. So. Now it's re- you know. A few weeks ago, I said, "Hey guys, let's go on Reddit and post things," and people started posting on our subreddit. Well, I guess I should. Not go, a lot. I guess I should go back then. Not a lot, but a few did. Um, no, housekeeping is a part of the show where we talk about how you can support the show. If you want to head on over to patreon.com slash 60 60 cycle humcast, uh, you can support this program just like these folks did at the $10 level. Justin Burke and Maximilian Hibbs. And at the $25 level, John Fleming, who I noticed we also have a package from today. We do. So check that out in a bit. Um, every little bit that we get through the Patreon goes back into the show, puts a little money in our own pockets, mm-hmm. and keeps this content machine rolling down yeah. hill. Keeps the gears in the content machine grinding our free time into delicious, delicious content. What is this motion? I was trying to do gears, and this is something else. Grinding our free Looks time like you're massaging into delicious, a pair of giant balls. delicious content for you to consume. Maybe you're, that's how the sausage is made. You put all the meat in that a bowl, is, and you're mixing yeah, it around. I'm making the sausage. That's how we make the sausage around here. Someone's just going to gif yes. us doing this. Oh, don't this. gif this. Don't gif this, please. I don't know what this is, but don't gif it. It feels like it could be suggestive, but it feels like it's nothing. I don't know. But huge thanks to everyone who supports us through Patreon. We really appreciate it. And it absolutely does fund the content creation around here. And I'm not talking about putting money in our pockets. We do put a little in our pockets. But travel costs, production costs, camera costs, uh, the costs for paying for our server to host all the ads so we can, oh, yeah. you know, our email server. We, just, we finally had to upgrade our, our drive because we uh, have to pay for hosting for the podcast. And there's all sorts of other, uh, there's all these little nickel and dime things that add up that cost money to run a show like this. So yeah. it makes a huge difference. Thanks everyone. Uh, this first ad was sent by Mark J. I don't know why I put a J. Is there a J? I don't think we have any ads from Mark DeBrun this at this, this episode. This ad is from Mark DeBrun. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's why it says Zig Stop 100% original. Okay. Fretz Zind. Okay. Oh, I see you marked it MJD. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't I know why I think there's J. I feel like there is. The typish Verkeling van de lead gift de guitar in prestige vintage look. In bridge pickup in three stand schlocker. And in two stands, Chocolat die de pickup Dylan in series of parallel Z total do six standin. Uh, het etiquette op de binnenkant vd slog plot stamped overing met het series number opticop pot dating 1979 Compton in passing vintage letter big bag uh, weight 3.3 kilograms. So we covered one of these. I mean, you already know that from everything Steve just said. Uh, we covered one of these, I want to say like a year ago. Yeah, now? it was a red one. It was also, a red one. It was also in uh, the in the Netherlands. And we learned the last time that there were a few years of Fender guitars that were run mm-hmm. where the finishes did not age well. And I don't mean regular relicking. I mean like there's something wrong chemically with the paint and you get all this blotchiness and scratchiness and weird like discoloration. Yeah. And I think on this one, it looks it looks rad. Like I, I legitimately love the way this looks. It looks spooky. 
It looks haunted. It looks way better than just a normal flat back black body. So what I'm hearing is you think this guitar went to the men's warehouse. Yeah, I like the way it looks. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I can't tell, look, I, 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 for the most part, I like all of the weird, cracky uh, finish checking going around, but I can't help but look at the back and feel like it looks maybe melty, kind of deep. Some of the finish uh, checking. I like it. I, I think the back looks even better I than think the front. Lo- I think it looks good, but I don't want to feel it. Like I don't. I wanna... know what you mean because you can see that there is a texture there. Like the paint is like bubble cracking up. Yeah. <sighs> I like it. I don't know why I like it so much. This is six hundred and fifty euros, and actually, interestingly enough, I looked this up the other day, and the euro and the dollar are pretty much the same. Like I think one euro is no one dollar is ninety five. Sent to euros. I don't. I don't know what the what's less than a euro. I don't know what their division. Sure, is, sure. One dollar is 0.95 euros. So they're almost. It's the really same. close. It's yeah. really close. So uh, you so know. this is basically uh, let's see 0.05. So five percent of six fifty. It's this is like six hundred and eighty five dollars, six ninety something like that. If Fender right now could figure out how to reproduce that cracking on the edges there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then turn that that fading that blotchy fading into a more controlled burst right so have the dark on the edge with a burst from the middle with that cracking on the edge and you got yourself a really rad finish it even looks rad down here where that cracking is intersecting with no that, that blotchiness. looks really cool i like oh, that man spot. that looks really fun it's like this weird spill milk cracking ah i like it I don't know why I like it so much, but it, it resonates with me. It looks spooky. It looks like a haunted guitar. Like I, I'm waiting to like see a face in the blotchiness. <laughs> you know. Have you ever played a lead three? Yeah. I I didn't. Uh, I don't think I realized that you got six settings out of those switches. Yeah, I I forget what everything is. I mean, it's been forever since I played one. Uh, but I played one in um in Freedom Guitar mm. forever ago, probably ten years ago or something like that. Uh, they're fun. I mean, all the lead stuff is are they're fun. They're quirky and weird, but they're they're fun guitars from yeah. Fender's past. It's the finish that's the start of the show. There. I mean, a lot of people are going to see that. Like, oh man, it's all messed up. But I I think that's cool looking. That is is a rare black guitar that I'm excited for the finish. But I I mean, I do like the way it's like the it's almost like a blue gray. Yeah, it just all. I mean, if you want to recreate this look, all you have to do is steal this look. Is get a table from the '80s, get a get a cup, put some ice in it, put some water in it, put the cup on the table, leave it there overnight, and voila, the next day you got this. So we have we we have a dining room table that was given to us when we got married by Mm -hmm. by Lauren's uh, family's neighbor, Mm -hmm. and it probably is from the '80s. Yeah, every time you put something hot on it, like a hot bowl, especially something on a paper plate, something where the steam can go yeah, through, yeah. or like condensation can form around it, it leaves those big white blotchy things on it. And there's some way to get them out. I forget how. Like Lauren fix it, fixes it from time to time. But we get those exact same blotches on the coffee table. So maybe if you got this guitar, you could add blotches by just putting, you know, like a hot grilled cheese sandwich on a paper plate on top of it. Or like a bowl of soup or something like that. You know, what if you controlled got, blotchiness? What if you got this guitar 
And Lauren looked at it and she was like, I can I, fix it. I know how to fix that. <laughs> no, don't. I like the blotchiness. <laughs> What's next? Where do we go from here? Steve? We're doing an ad. We're doing an ad for Chase Bliss Audio. Today is a big day for them. It is a big day for Chase Bliss. Uh, because I mean, the day that we recorded this. this. Show, I, mean, I know they feel so honored to finally be sponsoring this show. Uh, no, Chase Bliss Audio announced today that in the future, they're moving to a direct to consumer model. Yeah, that means uh, no but, more selling through retailers. Yeah, which isn't really that big of a deal because I checked our three local retailers that carry them, and they only have Dark Worlds and Automatones and Bloopers in stock and nothing else, and that's been a problem for them. Uh, so they're moving to the small. I think it's a really good move. I think it's, uh, I really liked Joel put out a 25-minute video where he just kind of shared his thoughts on it all and kind of shared the direction of, of Chase Bliss. And... um. I just found it very refreshing and clear, and I think it, it made a lot of sense why they're doing it. So yeah, uh, check out you just watch the video. It means in the future. I'm going to post for, a link to it for all the consumers out there, all the all the you know, people like us that are buyers and sellers yeah. and traders of pedals. You're just going to go straight to Chase Bliss. No more wondering like, oh, does this retailer have it? Do they have it? Do they other, the other people have it? also means that Chase Bliss is going to have higher profit margins, which is going to mean good things for their employees and for the company yeah. in general. Because when you sell through retail, then you essentially, what I've heard, I'm sure it's different for every retailer, but retailers essentially suck up half the profits. Yeah. I, so I, I like don't... you have, you have the, this, this chunk of the price that is just the profits mm-hmm. and retailers take half just by selling it. I'm sure this news is a bummer for all the retailers out there that wanted yeah. to carry Chase yeah. Bliss, you know, but it's one of those things where this is a very niche niche brand mm-hmm. making very specialized pedals. And it totally makes sense for this brand to be selling direct when they have things available to their customers, which they've done an excellent job of building a loyal customer base that wants their stuff and knows where to find it, to find it yeah. from Chase Bliss. So I think it makes a lot of sense for them as a brand. I think there's various brands that it wouldn't make sense for, but I think it absolutely yeah. makes this, sense. This is me personally trying to read the tea leaves a little bit, but um, you know, we know that the Brothers was discontinued, mm-hmm. the Bliss Factory short run. But what I kind of got from the video was that maybe by doing these things, it will allow Chase Bliss to, to make make pedals in the future that they, that might right now they would consider them risky pedals. Right. So they don't, so in the future, like maybe they can try to do some things that aren't, you know, they're kind of known as like the delay and modulation guys, but maybe they can get back into the dirt game and and take some chances there. So I'm really looking forward to to see what this means. Smaller runs of things, special art. They don't have to put aside a large part of their inventory for retailers that can just move more fluidly directly towards the consumer. I think it's smart for there's there's also a lot of good messaging for people in the European union. Uh, They're going to move shipping. They're going to have a shipping location in the EU to help kind of avoid uh, customs issues, I guess. And they're working on uh, plans to do other countries outside of the EU where they can try to help out with the VAT. So a lot of good stuff there. Check out the video and uh, go to their website and get on the mailing list. This isn't something that's happening right away, 
but it is something that's coming down the pipe that I think is going to be really exciting for the future of Chase Bus Audio. I mean, retailers that already have their pedals and already have orders in are going to get their stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. If you have a favorite retailer that carries their stuff and you've been waiting for something, I guess, you know, contact them and see if they're going to have it, you know. I don't yeah. Know. But yeah, huge thanks to Chase Bliss for once again sponsoring this nonsense. Go check out my video for The Habit that came from Guitar House. It's a lot of fun. It's me and a bunch of other of your favorite guitar YouTubers plugging six of these in at the same time. And yeah, we turned them all on at the same time. And yes, it sounded better than all of us. Just sitting there making music by itself. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> all right, man, what's new? Oh boy, Steve, what is new? Indeed, well... As people know, I not since the last episode of ours aired, but since the last time we recorded, yeah. we rolled over to 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube hasn't gotten rid of all those bot accounts yet. So. Oh my gosh. It's been a couple days since it's I had to clear them out, which is like two days is like a long vacation from that bot account. Uh, but yesterday I ordered the plaque. And Are you I photoshopping it right here. I, yeah, here it is. I'm holding it. <laughs> now I ordered the plaque and I started the process to order a second one because you deserve one as well. We're both going to have plaques. You know, you know, what's going to be really cool about that plaque, Ryan? What? I'm going to put it up in my home office. Steve is the owner of a mortgage. Of a mortgage. I don't have the keys yet. So it's a little anticlimactic, but it, it's very exciting. Grab a bottle. Whoa. We need to celebrate. Bottle. This is these are big milestones in our lives. Like on one side, it's like a huge numbers milestone. Whoa, filling it all the way up for you know the thing that I've made oh, no. my my full-time job and that Steve has contributed to in major ways over the years. And even bigger than that, Steve is a homeowner now. Woo. Which is amazing. Steve and Melissa. I've been shopping and trying to make this happen forever. So I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. Congratulations, dude. Thanks. Worth celebrating. Amazing. You want to open some mail? Let's open some mail. Uh, let's open like half of this. Yeah. Nate, let's open the big one let's first. Yeah. And then we'll open and then we'll one more. Yeah. I'm going to, I want to open this one. I, I picked out the one I want to open. All right. Out of the letters. So. I've got a very sharp blade here. I'll this try not to. This is the package from John Fleming, who just joined us in the uh, Patreon. Uh, I'm seeing two shirts in here, Steve. Ooh. And they're both for me. Yeah. <laughs> got him. <laughs> what do we have here? What in the world? What's that? Oh, are those uh, Garbage Fail Kids cards? Got a big warm off sticker here. That'll cover up some space on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> on the cyclone. I don't know if this is supposed to have something in it. It there's looks like there's a letter in it. This is quite the packaging. Here, let me see that thing. Careful, that is a sharp razor. Might maybe more stickers in here. Ween white pepper. Is that a sticker? What is, what in the world? It is a ween sticker. So he sent us a bunch of stickers here. There's this some is, more in here. This is several Garbage Pail Kids. That's awesome. I just uh, gave Henry a big cards. pile of Garbage Pail Kids cards for uh, Christmas. Ween, another ween sticker. An A-star sticker. I forget what A-star is. Uh, Apple stickers and a black oh, fly sticker. Go. I figured it out. There it is. There they are. Oh, that's fun. Flip those things around. 
Gassy Gus, Starchy Archie, Jordan Nuts, Terry Cloth, Razin Roslin, Hot Doug. Oh, I like the Hot Doug one. Oh, man. Oh, Ween White Pepper was a, uh, a an album for, that they put out. And then th- these are just all old. There's another Ween sticker. What is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a random Viking art shirt. That's you, man. <laughs> On the back. All right. <laughs> you don't remember Alpha Stars? I did. I no. I don't. I've seen it around. I never knew what it was. And then on the other, wait, is okay. I think that you need to wear the Viking one, and I'm going to wear this one. <laughs> Me wearing the Viking one is too on the nose, and you wearing this one is. Racist, maybe? I don't know. If anything, I'm the only one allowed allowed to wear the Bruce. <laughs> That's wild. Thanks, John. What sticker do we want to throw on there? That's a good question. I There's do we want to go for here. the biggest one? We that, could. Warm off is the biggest if we're looking to fill up space quickly. Although the ween one is fun. There's this, two this ween one ones. Or the white pepper one. Let's do the ween white pepper. Alright. It's decently big. Let's put. Let's fill up some. It space. says it is illegal to post promotional stickers on municipal or public property. Oh, then we definitely will not do that. Thank you for the warning, Ween. Where am I slapping this? Right. Let's just go side by fill side. Fill up that space. This other guy here. <laughs> it's not fitting in the contour. None of these do, Steve. It's going to be all wrinkly and bumpy for whoever wins this. It's part of the fun. It's like a raisin. All right, it's in there. <laughs> it's like crinkly, crackly bubble wrap on there. Someone is going to have a lot of fun with a gallon of goo gone getting this guitar to oh look the gosh. way they want it to look when we're done with it. All right. Keep that. And then I'm going to open this one that was sent to us by Elktronics. Elktronics is one of the folks in our uh, Discord server. Uh, and electronics says howdy fellas hope this letter finds you well attached are a few stickers for the guitar this is the company logo for my pedal company uh i would love to get you one of my new fuzzes to play around with once i get my prototypes back from the pcb manufacturer please let me know if i could pass one along of course you can Let's do uh, let's do this holographic one here all right i like the logo it's a little coffin and it says electronics on it I don't know what. Oh, this is like a thick sticker. Check that out. Whoa! It's like a, it's a foamy foam sticker. Where am I gonna put this? A plastic. I oh, think there's a, a good spot right here. Oh, nice. That's perfect. There we go. We're starting to run out of paint space on the front of this guitar for sure. Which means we're we're getting even closer than we were before to giving this thing away. Once all the paint, that is all how the it, pink paint is covered, we are giving it away somehow. That is how it goes, Ryan. Uh, every time you do a thing, you get closer to completing the thing. That's true, Steve. I mean, I guess you could move backwards, but you know. I mean, who's with. who's the Greek guy who's always pushing a thing up a hill? There's always that situation. Is that Sisyphus? It might be Sisyphus. Or is that? Um, no, it's Greg. It wasn't Sisyphus. It was Greg. <laughs> what? You know, that old Greek 
mythology. Greg of old, the mountain with the old, boulder. Old Greg? Old Greg. <laughs> Steve, be real with me right now. Which shirt will you actually wear? I don't know. Viking or Bruce Lee? I'll, I'll have to think about it. All right, all right. Which one would you wear? I, I don't know. We might have to thumb war over it. Oh. <laughs> all right, this next ad was sent by Michael Krause, whose name you apparently can't spell. Did I miss? Oh, wow, I did misspell it. <laughs> I forgot the H. <laughs> uh, did you scribble out the seller information? No, I did not. Did. He, okay. he, he posted all this. It says, still works, but does have a chip on the side, giving away if anyone wants to pick up. This is in Boston. Weekends are best. You're telling me, buddy. I know the weekends are the best. Yeah, just a small chip in the side. At least the price is right. Oh, free. Yeah, free It's guitar. free. Like, this is an appropriate amount of damage for a free guitar. Not that there's a inappropriate amount of damage for a free guitar, because free is free. All right, hear me out. You don't... Where's your? Where's that orange wood at? I'm hearing you out right now. It's in, the, in a case over there. Okay. Well, I'm not going to pull it out so you can kick a hole in it, Steve. As a... All I was going to say is, hear me out. If you've got an acoustic pickup lying around... It's, it's ready to go. Pretty much cut the hole for you. Yeah, throw your fishman in there. Throw your uh, throw your little uh, preamp right there in that hole. It's attach your pickup. It's not on the soundboard. It's in a non-critical space. Yeah, honestly, like I mean, it's the, not in a great location. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not free real estate. Yeah, I'll say that. Take the strings off. Get your arm in there. Push the wood out as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Make it flush, like just gob a bunch of super glue on there, and then sand it flat and call it a functional guitar. This is a functional guitar for free. What kind of guitar is this, you think? I don't it know. It looks like a Yamaha to me, but it also looks a lot like my Mitchell. We can't see the headstock, and we can't see inside to see the tag. It could be a lot of different things. There's really no good way to know. But it's free. It's free. It's a free guitar. That's the brand. It looks like it's built well enough that it could potentially be a campfire player at the yeah. very least. Yeah. It plays well enough that someone kicked it and they have a capo on the floor and a cough drop. Maybe that's, that's how okay. we know it's a All legit right. guitar. Here's what happened. They, they own a pair of wingtip shoes, Steve. So Clearly, you know this is a good guitar. So you know they're a classy guy. Those wingtip shoes probably went through the side of that guitar. <laughs> Look, you know what? Honestly, you look at the hole. Mm -hmm. Look at the wingtips. Tell me we're not looking at the scene of the crime. The, one of those wingtips went into that guitar. Oh, man. I hope not. That's exactly what happened. That's a wingtip-sized hole. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm right. I'm correct. That's what happened here. Look, man, free guitar. How much would you pay for this? <laughs> Nothing. It's free. It's the correct price. If it wasn't free, I would request that it would be free. Without knowing the brand or the model, That's we can't fair. really speculate in That's that direction. Fair. As far as we know, it's the cheapest Mitchell you can buy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could be the most expensive Takamini you could ever buy. It's not. It's not expensive. If it was expensive, <laughs> they would have it repaired. Right. If it was expensive, they wouldn't kick it with wingtips. I mean, they might. I mean, they might. You know, stranger things have happened. Yeah. I mean, we don't know this, this seller's name because it's been, it's been blotted out. 
but it could have very well begun with the word super rich. And then we would know why they kicked it because they can afford to. I would hope someone who's super rich would have a nicer, less dusty table. Who are we to judge the eccentricities of the ultra wealthy, Steve? If he wants to live the way that he's living, that's up to him. He has the money to do it. It's a Howard Hughes situation. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As far as we know, there's jugs of piss all around the room. He hasn't clipped his fingernails in 15 years. Exactly, because he plays Spanish-style guitar. He needs those fingernails. Duh. Yeah, he's got gas. Classical gas. Classical gas. The first time my dad showed me that song, he was so excited to show me classical gas. It was, he was showing it to me because he had this VHS tape. This was like in the late 80s. He had this VHS tape that he got from someone at work that was full of very early examples of computer animation. My dad was a software engineer, by the way. Mm -hmm. So all this very simple, early rudimentary computer animation. And one of them was this animation of glass balls spinning in and out of a lake while classical gas played behind it. Someone out there is able to find this clip and put a link to it in the comment section of the video. Oh my gosh. Please do that. So people can see what I'm talking about. This is but my dad was beyond excited to introduce me to that song as, as, as a child. And I still have the memory of it. Oh, man. Oh, listen to the, here's a, Here's a song. Classical gas. <laughs> That's how my dad sounds. Classical gas. <laughs> That's it, how I'm going to sound. It is how your dad sounds. It's a dead-on impersonation. But here's... So what I want to know is when you're going to show Henry this, the fact that Windows 95 came with a clip of uh, actually the full video of Weezer's Buddy Holly. Oh, did it really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, that was part of the promotional material for Windows 95. That's funny. Like to promote like Windows Media Player. Right. Or now, whatever. finally, you can play MTV on your computer at home. It was, yeah. it was one video, but now you have it. You can watch it and you can think, that oh, must have been a huge break. He, he does look like Buddy Holly. That must have been a huge break for Weezer. That didn't. What year did that? Did that album come out in '94? You said Windows '95, so it came yeah. out before then. That must have been a huge deal for them. Like it's one thing to be a rock star, but to be a computer star. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. It's such a weird inclusion. I don't even really understand why. But. Right. At least they didn't make it. You know, like undeletable content on the Zune. What what would have been funny? What would have been funny is if it was edited and like so it's the full video, which is of course the Happy Days video, um, which I think is what actually why it was part of it is like look at what you can do with computers. You can put a band in Happy Days and or whatever. And uh, but what I really wanted was the audio edit that was like we we look just like Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, and your Melinda Gates. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Should we keep moving? Yeah. Uh, this show is also brought to you guys by Big Ear Pedals. They make pedals, and they're big. Like the loaf. You can't show them the pizza, the slice of pie, because it's on your board. But they do make the loaf, and they make the woodcutter, and they make the L. I'm assuming that's all what you're grabbing. And right? they make on the, the shake. shake. 
which is a shaker that you plug in and it's got a little microphone in there and anything you do with this, it, it picks up the sound. So you could like scrape your pick or your nail on the knobs. So you could click it and it picks up that sound. You can sing into the hole over here and it's like a microphone or you could just shake it and run it into your pedals. And they also have the L here, which is an excellent always on reverb. Yeah. Uh, they are in the process of moving the company. So That's get on right. that mailing list. Uh, biggearpedals.com to find out more and uh, or check out your local retailers or reverb or wherever they might be sold. Your reverb retailers over there. Yeah, Put huge thanks down. to Big Ear for continuing to support us and be our friend. We like that about Big Ear. Grant and Karen are our friends. So, yeah, huge thanks, guys. <laughs> this last ad was also sent by Mark... Okay. DeBrun. So we've got a couple Mark DeBruns in here. This is a magnetic field listener ah, yeah. pedal. It's called an error. It's by Air Instruments. It's called a Zapper. Uh, Air Instruments Zapper, Hire Me, Kunja, Magnetisches, Velden, Belusterin. Uh, I watched the video of this mm-hmm. on the, the pedal builder site. It looks cool. It looks like a fun time. It picks up electromagnetic fields okay. in the space that you're in coming from devices that are around you mm-hmm. and turns it into, you know, electronic signal that turns into an audio signal when you play it through a speaker. Like, so you could like point it at like a computer monitor and pick up the noise from that and wave it around and get lightsaber sounds or at a LED panel or, you know, at your microwave or whatever else is around there's everything around us these days is electronic and produces electromagnetic waves. People and animals have magnetic fields. People too. and animals have them too. So you, you can compare your cat to your dog. Yeah. See what a cat sounds like. See what a dog sounds like. You can compare your dog to your turtle. You can compare your turtle to your raccoon. And this one's only 80 pounds. Like I, I think that's, that was. No- that's a Euro. Oh, is that a Euro? That's a Euro. That's a Euro. It's not a pound town. It's a Euro. Uh, that's not expensive. No, it's not. For something kind of fun to mess around with and like make weird noises. The video that they had was someone clearly set up to make like noise mm-hmm, music mm-hmm. and they had like a suitcase full of pedals and they were waving it at things. There was no guitars involved at all. It was just waving this thing at things. And I thought it was fun. I like it. I kind of want one now, even though I don't have time to experiment with it and there's really no reason for me to have it. But I got that feeling of like, ooh. Ooh, I like I like what you I'm just seeing need here. it to because it's an instrument. It's an instrument, it's basically guys. An instrument. It's just basically an instrument. I've got nothing else to say about it. This might be our shortest episode in a long time. <laughs> hey, go check it out. Go buy it. I don't know. Tell us what you think if you buy one or if you already yeah. have one. Tell I think it's us. Cool. Tell us what you think. We want to know. Let's do another. Ad. No, I'm just kidding. We don't, we don't have, have another ad to do. We're all out of ads, guys. Do we have anything that we want to chat about to fill dead air? Because uh, we're like 10 minutes ahead of what would normally be scheduled, and we usually go 20 minutes past what we normally schedule. So, like, we're half an hour early compared to normal, Steve. You, you guys play want... that? You play that Les Paul at all? Did you play it at church this week? I played it at church How'd it go? two, weeks, two ago. weeks ago. How'd it go? It was great. It's a lot of fun. I'm still, I still don't know what to make of the splits on it yet. I haven't had a chance to film right, it right. for everyone else to hear it and, and know what I think about it. But yeah, it's a fun guitar. 
I don't know if I'm going to keep it forever. I'm not uh, completely bonded with it, mm-hmm, but I, mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. And I think there are things uh, about it that I definitely appreciate. I'll, I'll grab it. It's over here. You know, you know what it is you like about it? It's those, uh, you know, you shut up. <laughs> it's the exact pickup models that you know the name of for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've been having a great time with it. Um, if it wasn't black, I think, you know, I'd probably be more into it. If it was blue, I'd be less into it. Like that dark blue. That's uh, that's strong. That's a strong take. Yeah. But, you know, I, I legitimately enjoy playing it. I really appreciate its Gibson qualities. It's got a Gibson quality to it. I, th- I think the, the strongest thing that I can point out about Gibson guitars is that their necks always feel, like, unique to me. Mm. Like, I've mm-hmm. played all sorts of guitars that are trying to be less polished, but none of them have that Gibson-style neck. Right. It just feels different in some way. I have another guitar to show off that I've probably already done a video for. Let me grab it real quick. I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what other guitar you have. You know what it is. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, this. This isn't a guitar. It's a guitar body. Close enough. I've probably already done a dedicated video to this. And if I haven't, here, I'm teasing it here first. I got the Jagstang refinished. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's... That, we took it outside because you were like, you got to see this thing in the sun, man. Yeah. And it is blinding. It's like a sun. billion razor blades shooting into your eyeballs when it's outside. I am so excited to put this together. <laughs> I've done a bunch of glitter refinishes over the years mm-hmm. on my own. And I decided I really, really like the Jags thing. I want it to have a different finish. I, w- I wanted it to have a finish different than the red or the blue that they right. always come in. And originally my thought was like, Oh, I'm going to strip this and I'm going to like turn it into like a rat rog style thing and do my own thing with it. Mm-hmm. And the more mm-hmm. I played it, I was like, this is a secret surf guitar. I want to give it a full blown surf guitar treatment. It's I want no it- longer a secret surf. Guitar. <laughs> I know I, I want it to be like a full blown Dick Dale finish. Right. So a few people have been recommending to me the guy, who, a guy who's local, mm-hmm. a local refinisher, who is like the guy for metal flake. Like he's worked with big companies, big custom shops, Fender, G and L so on and so on, all sorts mm-hmm. of artists and stuff like that. And I hit him up and he was like, Oh yeah, let me know in April. So I hit him up a few months later when it was April and he's like, yeah, bring it by. It only took him about a week to do this. This thing looks so wild. And it's, it's his, the guy's name is Marty Bell, and uh, he told me that he's trying to slow down. He's not trying to be so busy, uh, but he said like he chooses what he does and doesn't do, so you can try to hit him up if you want something done as well. Maybe he'll get back to you. I don't know. It sounds like he's uh, trying to seek out a slower pace of life these days, which I totally get. But I'm so excited that I was able to get him to do this for me because it just is exactly what I wanted it to be. No, that, and that I can't, looks so cool. I can't wait to put it together. I'm really interested in seeing what it looks like all put together because, like, I know there are some people, there's a couple uh, folks I've seen online that kind of do their own kind of homebrew version of the Jagstang that look pretty cool. It's a little right. different. But traditionally, the Jagstang is only Sonic Blue or Fiesta Red. Those right. are the only two colors that Fender has made them in. And then uh, I kind of feel like Everything else I've seen are kind of riffs on those two classic colors. So they're either those two 
or they are like one one of the surf greens or surf blue yeah, or whatever yeah. or they're like parts builds or they're or they're like they're always like some 60s fender color sure um but i've never seen one in a in a no, this gold is... or a sparkle let alone a gold sparkle this is technically chartreuse Char- it's, it's chartreuse it's a little bit green it does it does make me want to hurl that's true but it is it's a little dizzying <laughs> But it is like this is very close to what they do on the Dick Dale Custom Shop, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 really into it. I'm really excited. I'm probably going to put it together tomorrow because I'm so excited about it. I went and picked it up today. That's how fresh it is to me. And I was just I almost got in an accident because it was sitting in <laughs> my in the passenger seat, and I just kept looking at it while I was driving on the freeway. I'm like oh oh man oh the sun's cut oh man I'm going to crash. <laughs> yeah, you got to put that like uh, on the in the footwell. On the floor. All right, this song is sent by Andrew in. Got to get this thing to recognize my face. Song, song, songs. He says, heard y'all were running out of songs. That was true back in February. So here's some kind of desert rock kind of punk nonsense. Family friendly, except I say motherfucker a lot. <laughs> song, 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 song. Let me hear that song. Music again. Okay. There we go.
big Iron Maiden vibes from the vocals. Were you hearing that? I was hearing like Dead Kennedys vibes off the vocals. All right. I could hear that too. But it's interesting that it is like, like somehow connecting those, like a punk and a metal kind of sound. I liked it. Why did we have to kill the buffalo? Come on. All right. Bye, everyone. Stay grounded.